Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome to the show tonight. Now, uh, Zach, I thought that embarrassing yourself in front of the jocks was something that ended when you left high school, when you finished grade 12. Unfortunately, though, something's happened to me earlier today that I'm pretty sure trumps any sort of jock embarrassment that you would have got in high school. They didn't give you a wedgie, did they? Uh, we were entering near wedgie territory. Oh, no! I know. Now, I, I never got on the end of a wedgie, actually, in high school. I got close. Did you ever get a wedgie? No. Well, you would have given wedgies, wouldn't you? No, I did not. <laughs> and I do not like that assumption. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we would have... It was possible that yeah. my friendship group gave each other's wedgies. <laughs> what do you mean? Just as a bit of a joke amongst each other? Yeah, I mean, yeah. teenage boys aren't... <laughs> We're not the brightest. <laughs> well, see, and I think we found that very entertaining. I do wonder sometimes how you and I would have gotten on at school. I don't think well. Did you play sport at lunch? I tried. I wasn't very yeah. good at it. Well, we would have been friends. Well, the, the point is, Zach, I never got on with the jocks very well in my schooling days. I wasn't good at sport. I wasn't very cool. It wasn't my scene. And what happened to me earlier today gave me incredible flashbacks to those high schooling days. I might need to work it through with you in a, a little bit of a, a therapy session later on if you're up for that. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google history. Dom, you can learn so much about someone by what they search on the internet. That's why each week... Mm. You let me go through your Google searches, your Google history. You don't know what I've discovered. You don't know what I'm going to read out. Mm. But what you do need to do is explain why you Googled what you Googled. Yep, it's uh, always the most terrifying part of my week when I hand over my phone. What do you got Do you feel nervous? I do feel nervous. I feel really nervous. Okay. What do you got? Saturday, 9.48 a.m. What will happen if I use someone else's lip balm? Well, it's that time of year, you know, getting cool, getting dry air, need a bit of lip balm. Pluck and her up. I, well, I was wondering, does using someone else's lip balm, is that basically the same as kissing somebody? <laughs> you can't add that to your kissing <laughs> list if that's what you're hoping to do. I mean from like a germs point of view. I don't mean so I go around saying I've kissed more people. Yeah. Um, I was meaning from like a germs point of view. Is it equatable to uh, kissing yeah, I'm sure somebody? there's probably some germs on there. Yeah, see, that's my concern. I really, all the lip balm in the house was my mum's. It was the only one we had in the house. Oh, okay. And I really needed some. used to giving your mum a goodnight kiss, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> well, I just thought if I use a little bit of mum's lip balm, what is that? Is that risky? Bit of a smooch on the cheek. <laughs> well, ultimately, I did use the lip balm. My lips were really dry. There's yeah. nothing else there. And I, I've been fine. No germs. Pushing what did through, Google okay. say? Did it say that there was any danger? Uh, well, one person on there said they shared their lip balm among their whole family, but I couldn't tell if everyone else on the internet agreed with them being <laughs> okay. a good idea or not. So, yeah. Who the knows? next thing you Googled, Sunday at 11.09 a.m., does talking to your plants make them grow faster? <laughs> okay, I knew this one was going to come up. Just having a yarn. <laughs> A this yarn is, to the bonsai. This is uh, my, my brother's girlfriend, Natasha, uh, was adamant. She, she was over for Mother's Day, Mother's Day lunch that we were having as a big family. And she's like, did you know, I've been talking to my plants lately, do you know it makes them grow faster? Mm. I was like, no, it doesn't. And she was adamant it did. So that's why I turned to Google. Apparently it does. Did you know that? Um, I mean, you're a gardener. You have a, you, you've got a few plants. Do you talk to them? I don't. No? There are, there are vegetables you can get at my local farmer's market mm. that say that they've been grown to classical music. Oh, really? They play that across the field. <laughs> right. 
you have to pay a premium for these. <laughs> well, maybe what you could do is yeah. you could you could have different genres. Hmm. Do you want your vegetables grown to dubstep? Do you want them grown to classical? I think the ones with classical, I don't think they grow faster, mm. but I do think they are kind of a little more elitist. <laughs> right. They're a bit snooty. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, no, apparently there are there is some theories that um, the vocal stimulation in the airwaves can do something for plants. I don't know if I buy it, but that's what Google's telling me. So apparently that works. The last thing you Googled, Dom, Tuesday at 1.28 a.m. What does it mean if your tongue goes white? <laughs> Do you know, I'm always concerned how many of these Google searches sound like I'm on death's door. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm freaking out that I might yes, be in my last minute of life. you're certainly freaking out. Yeah. Well, that one was, have you ever had your tongue just go completely wide? No. Right? Did it see a ghost? <laughs> no. No, it just like had, um, just like covered, almost like it had a white ghost drop. Right? You know how ghost drops used to change the colour of your mouth? If I had a white one, it looked like that. So what happened? I'd had a glass of milk just before. But you know, sometimes you you drink something or eat something and you forget you've had it. That's what happened. I've forgotten I'd had the glass of milk. I thought it might have been a side effect from using your mum's lip bar. (laughs) This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. The royal wedding is this Saturday, Dom. We want to help out. Mm. Oh. We can't really give anything to the royals. Well, I mean, I'm sure. What do you give a, a couple who have everything? We're just commoners. That's it. Plebs. Yeah. The peasants. Is You can say peasants, can't you? Is that an offensive word? Uh, not sure. Not sure. Okay. I think it's okay. I think we're okay. We're okay with using peasants. But the point is, we want to we be a part of this and help out Harry and Megan, but what can we give? We thought what we could do yeah. is some words of warning. Yeah. This is the first time Harry and Megan are getting married. Mm. They haven't got married before. Things can go wrong at weddings, Dom. Well, they can. And uh, maybe if we could lay out a little bit of the things that are, things to avoid, things not to do on your wedding day. We are making a list yes. to send to Harry and Megan of things to mm. avoid on their wedding day on 131060. Mm. Can you contribute? What went wrong at the wedding? What, what? Just any mishap from a wedding day, Zach. There's one I'd like to uh, mention here that we can help Harry and Megan out with. I went to a wedding uh, a few years ago now, and they did that cute thing where the dog delivers the rings up the aisle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they lead the dog up. The their dog? Their dog, yeah. Mm-hmm. The dog's in a little dog tuxedo. It's being led up on a leash up the aisle. It delivers the rings, all going beautifully. And then the dog decides to uh, to do a poo right at the, the feet of the minister. So I guess what I'm saying <laughs> to Harry and Megan is if they're getting one of the corgis to deliver the rings... <laughs> Make sure it's been to the toilet first. Take it for a walk around the block. So you were there and you saw the dog do a poo. Yes. What happened? Did they clean it up? Oh, the minister tried to pretend nothing was there. They just moved on with the whole ceremony. And then clearly someone cleaned it up afterwards. But You couldn't smell it? That sounds like that would be quite disgusting. I reckon they could smell it. And a little bit did get on the bride's dress. (laughs) Okay. Well, the dress dog is, poo yeah. is something that you don't think is going to get on your dress on your wedding day. You're trying to avoid <laughs> the mud, yep. the grass, but dog poo mm. in the church. So add, look, add that to the list to Harry and Megan. Just be wary of dog poo. Be wary of, if you're going to use animals in the in the ceremony, be wary of the poo. At my cousin's wedding, Dom, mm. uh, the groom had to leave the reception early because he got food poisoning. Oh, that's never great. Do you, do you know which of the alternate drop options gave him food poisoning? Yeah, well, I think a lot of people, you know, <laughs> pushed their dish away right. at the announcement that the groom would be leaving. But the lesson, I think, is yeah. to make sure you don't cheap out on the food. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they were planning on just getting the cheapest catering they could for the wedding. So yeah. this will be good. A few days out, they can refocus. Yep. Get some more money together. Don't go with the service station hot dogs, Harry and <laughs> Megan. That's, That's the it. lesson. This is really helpful stuff. 131060. 
What has gone wrong at a wedding you've been at? We can put this list together, Zach. If we express post it tonight, will it reach London by Saturday? Yeah, I think so. Pretty sure so. Great. All right, 131060, give us a call. Kelsey is in Newcastle. Kelsey, what can you help us add to the list? Um, get the name right. Um, my father was the MC at my cousin's wedding and oh. ran announcing the bride and groom. He announced my cousin's ex-wife's name. Oh. Okay. Yeah, no, that's, that's not good. No, that's not great. <laughs> You'd want to make sure. Who do you reckon's MCing the wedding? Do you reckon Wills has got the gig? He's the yes, best man. I think so. And I think Will is currently Googling MC jokes as we speak, <laughs> talking true. to Kate. I don't know. Is that one is that one too edgy for the Queen? Should I put it in? <laughs> All right, we'll add that down. Make sure that the MC gets the name right. Thomas is in Canberra on 131060. Thomas, what can you help us add to this things to avoid at a wedding list? Um, don't let kids walk the bride up the aisle. Okay, don't oh, let... I thought that was pretty common, Thomas, with like a flower girl or a page boy. What happened? Uh, he stepped on her dress and tripped her over. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, especially yeah. with the, the world watching on on no. Saturday. You don't want Megan to trip. Now, I'm not sure. I believe that that uh, Prince George is involved in this. I believe that a few of the, the kids are planned to be a part of it at the moment. So this is really helpful advice that we can pass on to them. Sorry, George, you're out. You're out. You can sit in the front row, maybe. I know you're only four years old, but you got to learn <laughs> the hard way. Mm. Well, no, this is really helpful because no one wants to see Megan take a tumble. We have Laura on 131060. What happened at the wedding? I was at my auntie's wedding mm. when her father was walking her down the aisle, stepped on the back of a train and ripped it all. She was left standing in her underwear and they mm. had to take her out and fix her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? I, I, there's a okay. problem here. There's a big problem. Now, I would say that that would get the best ratings a royal wedding's ever received. Yes. If that does happen, I'm not saying go, definitely go down this avenue. Yeah. But could you imagine the ratings <laughs> if Megan's dress splits? What happens if it splits? Yeah. It looks like it was a mistake. Yep. But underneath, it's mm. like a, a sequined number. <laughs> and she comes out sparkling. <laughs> and then the music turns into a dance number. And she kind of... A flash mob star. Look, do you know? What? Look at this. Look at look at this. Look how we're spitballing here. It wouldn't. That be the, would be incredible. It wouldn't be the tradition of a royal wedding, but it would go viral. You they're saying that, that they're breaking traditions, <laughs> Dom, and I don't know if that's too far or not. But mark my words, that's going to happen. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Dom, you know that I run a charity on the side, mm. uh, the SFROS. It's a Society for the Restoration of Outdated Sayings. Yep. We take old sayings and bring them to 2018. It's a great uh, a great initiative you're doing. Nobody else is doing this work because no. there's some sayings we've come to know and love using and the meaning's great, but it just doesn't work anymore. The saying that we're renovating this week, this was sent in to us by Dinosaur Prancer. Dinosaur right. Prancer says, yep. hey guys, I think you need to fix the saying, as happy as Larry, because mm. who is Larry? It's a good point. That's a great I mean, question. Who is Larry? And I know this segment isn't to delve into the history of saying no. That's not our job. Maybe it was about Larry Emder when he yep. used to host The Price is Right. Yeah. I, I think it probably predates Larry Emder, though. I, yeah, I think it was used beforehand. It could yeah. be that Larry Emder was named after oh. the person in the saying, Larry. Mm. Very possible. Very possible. Uh, Dom, we're ripping that up. Yep. The problem is mm. no one knows who Larry is, so we <laughs> need to replace it with a name that everyone does know. Okay, great. All right. So, I mean, I know you would have met with your, the, the whole society would have met at the RSL last night. Mm -hmm. You've got some suggestions for yeah, me? Yeah, I've got three. It's your job to pick which one we're going with. Our great. first one. Yep. As happy as Carl Stefanovic at a Logie's after party. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, it's a bit longer. 
It's a bit longer than as happy as Larry. But you know who Carl is. You do know And who you Carl see is. how happy he is at the Logies parties. <laughs> so it, it means, means a lot more to you. It does mean a lot more. And you know what? I reckon I reckon if we go with that one, that'll get us on the Today Show to talk about it. So that's mm. got some legs. Uh, our second option, if we don't want to go on the Today Show, <laughs> yeah, we could go on Sunrise. Okay. Happy as Koshy reading the stock report in the paper. <laughs> I, I would right. imagine I mean, he likes putting on his favorite socks, yep. getting a cup of tea. And just perusing over the stocks. I, look, I do love that. If we're going to go Sunrise, I would wonder if the happiest thing on Sunrise generally is the cash cow. So but what, it, happy is the cash cow giving away cash? Maybe. Yep. maybe. I mean, do you have an option that's not breakfast TV related or are they all breakfast TV related? No, only the first two. Well, <laughs> see, because they had to be people. That's true. And, you know, because Larry's a guy's name. I went with guys. Yeah, fair enough. But they had to be people everyone knows. And I feel like everyone knows breakfast TV. Everyone knows Koshy. Everyone knows Koshy. But there is a one non-breakfast TV option. Okay. Our third option is as happy as Shane Warne on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, do you know what? This might be the finest work of the SFRO <laughs> Do you think that really summarizes oh. what it really means to be happy? Completely. Because you can imagine the glee in his eyes is ping match, ping match, <laughs> ping match, ping match. Should it be, should it be as happy as Shane Wan on Tinder? Yeah. Or as happy as the day Shane Wan found out about Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> do, do you know what? I reckon those are interchangeable. People can choose which one they want to use. But I think... Yeah, I, mean, I think we've got one we're locking in. I think we've got to lock this one in. I think when you see a kid loving a playground, when you see someone enjoying a night out at the theatre, whatever it is, I think we've got a new saying instead of as happy as Larry. From now on, mm. as happy as Shane Wan on Tinder. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I think I felt the least cool I've ever felt in my life today in front of... Uh, the equivalent of high school jocks. What happened? Well, I do a bit of work with the Brisbane Lions, uh, AFL club, I do a podcast for them. And I was in there today. Um, and, and obviously when you're in a place like this, you're surrounded by footballers, basically the jocks from high school, the cool guys, the athletic guys, the muscly guys, you know what I mean? It's a bit intimidating for somebody like me. And this is radio. So you can't see Dom. Yeah. <laughs> is it safe to say that that doesn't describe your physique? Uh, certainly. I mean, I, I was the worst at school. So if we're talk, comparing athletic abilities <laughs> to the school kids, compared to them, I'm, I'm awful, right? So, and I, I always try to hide that side of myself. Mm. Try to come across confident, brave, a strong guy when I'm there. Today, I kind of betrayed all of that because what happened was I was, uh, I was pulling into the car park at the Brisbane Lions and I was listening to what I've been listening to a lot lately, which is the latest Doctor Who soundtrack. It's the series nine soundtrack came out a few weeks ago. It's got some great tracks on it. Uh, including... It doesn't scream sporty. <laughs> it doesn't, does it? I understand Doctor Who has a connotation. I don't think anyone, I could be wrong. Yes. I don't think anyone's listening to the Doctor Who soundtrack while they're pumping themselves up at the gym. <laughs> they're not like, oh, this really gets me going. <laughs> well, this is the track I had blaring. It's called The Shepherd's Boy. It's from one of the finales. Beautiful in orchestral instrumental piece of music, Zach. And I had this blasting from my car with the windows down as I pulled into the Brisbane Lions car park. Okay. Well, <laughs> you, you do your thing. <laughs> well, anyway, I didn't notice until it was too late that three of the Brisbane Lions players were crossing the road through the car park. I think they'd just gone and gotten a coffee. And they walked straight past my car. Now, one or two of them know me through the podcast that I do there. 
And they're looking at me as I'm listening to this music. And I realize I'm in a situation I find myself in almost daily at high school. The situation where the cool kids are looking at you and you've embarrassed, you've humiliated yourself in front of them. Yeah. Um, Were and- you playing Doctor Who music loudly at <laughs> high school by any chance? Uh, I wasn't doing that, but but I found other ways to get the job done back then. <laughs> um, but what I did, now I panicked, okay, because I didn't want them to think less of me. And so I lied. But... You know, sometimes. Wait, wait, what do you mean you lied? Did they ask what were they doing, or did no, you just perceive could, that they were thinking it? I could perceive that it was awkward, and I felt really bad, and I wanted <laughs> yeah. to stand up for myself. So, but they didn't you know, say anything. No, but you can tell. If you hadn't mentioned anything, they probably didn't even notice. Yeah, well, sometimes when you're under pressure, you come up with a lie that doesn't help the situation. Yeah. So, with the Doctor Who music blasting, I turn it down briefly and I yell out, "This isn't my music." <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That makes it so much worse. Because what? They think that you've gotten in the car to someone else's music blaring and you didn't think about turning it down until you pulled into your destination. I don't know. They kind of looked at me like we don't care and walked across the road. I felt so embarrassed showing my face at the club after that. I don't know if I can go back next week. I feel like I've made an idiot of myself. They're never going to accept me in the cool group now. So they never said anything to you? No. They just looked at you? walked on. You turned down the music and yelled, this isn't my music. This isn't my music. And they walked away. Yeah. I think that's done way more damage than <laughs> just, if you just said, I like Doctor Who, they'd be like, cool, man. Yeah. You do you. I, 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 well, I guess what I'm basically saying, Zach, is eight years out of high school now. Yeah. And it turns out I'm just as uncool. If Maybe my uncoolness has compounded. Yep. Maybe I've gotten even worse over the eight years. Mm-hmm. Either way, I think I might have to drop the dream of one day being a cool kid. I just don't think it's going to happen at this stage. No, better plan. Yeah. Next week I come with you. Yeah. I claim it as my music. (laughs) I'll take the fall. And can I call you a nerd? (laughs) Yeah. Great. (laughs) This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Donald Trump can't believe Prince Harry is giving up the bachelor lifestyle. And I will say this, he is doing the wrong thing. I don't know him, uh, but he's doing the wrong thing. Also, Harry Styles was asked how much he's going to spend on a wedding present for Harry and Meghan. I don't know. Maybe, like, at least 30. 30, yeah, maybe upwards. And Pauline Hansen isn't a fan of the royal wedding. And besides, I'll tell you now, I've been married twice. It's not all cracked up to be as fantastic as what everyone thinks it might be. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Every day seems to be National Day this, International Day that. Some of them, Dom, Mm. seem too unbelievable. They seem like they can't be true. Mm. That's why we started this. Day or nay? The way this works, Dom, is I have three days in front of me. Mm. Now, two of these days are occurring tomorrow. Okay. Friday the 18th of May. Yep. One of them is made up. All you need to do is tell me which one is fake. Now, I know a few weeks ago on this, it was International Safety Pin Day. Yep. That was uh, that was the It was the a first big day for me. all of us. A big day. Uh, so th- that just shows, I guess, the general vibe of what some of these international days are. What have you got for tomorrow? Our first one, No Dirty Dishes Day. <laughs> it's a day for no dirty dishes. What? 24 hours where you don't have to clean up one dish. Hang on a second. So are they saying you don't have to do the dishes or you do them so there'll be none, no dirty? Uh, you don't dirty a dish on okay. No Dirty Dishes Day. 
<laughs> what if you have dirty dishes from the day before? Have they planned this out? No, no, that's okay. That's okay. You just can't create more dirty dishes. <laughs> Why would somebody start that? Because people don't like doing dishes. Yeah, okay, I guess so. <laughs> That's one. Yeah. Number two, visit your relative's day. <laughs> okay. Well, you should, that, that's hang a, on. That's that, a good tip. You that, sh- no, but it's a day to remember to do it. That's Christmas Day. Yeah, well... <laughs> isn't that what that's for? I think they're saying it doesn't have to be Christmas. So this is a second one. This is another international... Well, there's also Mother's Day and Father's Day and... Yeah, there you go. No, but this is like, we don't need a special day. But ironically, <laughs> it is a special day. <laughs> Do you take gifts for this one? I don't think so. No? Also, being on a Friday isn't great. No. People go to work. (laughs) Maybe visit your relatives at work. Bring your relatives to work day. Meld them into one. There you go. Okay, no dirty dishes day. Visit your relatives day. Yep. Or uh, pat your dog day. Okay. What? Just to remind you to pat your dog. But I would think most dog owners pat their dog most days. Yes, but you visit your relatives every day as well. well it's just a <laughs> reminder of the important things in life, dog. I, I don't know. I I'm don't... not saying they're good. <laughs> I'm saying... I'm certainly not saying they should Hang exist. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just trying to get my head around this game. Are you telling me two of those are actual two days tomorrow? Two of those are actually celebrated tomorrow. What? One of them is a fake. I was going to say that none of them are real. But you're telling no, me two are. Two. Jeez. Okay. So pe- which one's the fake? People love dogs. So I'm going to say Pat Your Dog Day is a real one. Okay. Um, and I reckon I reckon somebody has decided to make a big stand for relatives and the importance of family. So that's a real one. I reckon the one you've made up is No Dirty Dishes Day. Incorrect. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pat Your Dog Day is fake. No Dirty Dishes Day is one of my favorite days of the year. Okay. And how dare you speak <laughs> ill of it? How dare? That's so offensive. Okay. so It's ha- very important to me, No Dirty Dishes. <laughs> how, are, how are you and your wife, Sarah, celebrating No Dirty Dishes Day tomorrow? Well, we're not making dirty dishes. <laughs> that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Last night on the show, Zach, I was uh, sharing my excitement at the idea of David Koshikosh, the host of Sunrise, famous for doing the Gangnam-style dance that we were watching on YouTube earlier tonight, <laughs> one day becoming Prime Minister of this great country. You predicted that he would. Yeah, that's my, that's my theory. I think Koshi will become PM one day. And, uh, but it's not, it's, I don't think it's enough to just have wild predictions. I, wanted to, I was so excited by this idea. I wanted to, you know, get the ball rolling and do some work for the campaign. Mm-hmm. So I've had a bit of free time <laughs> throughout my day. And I know you've got your phone over there. I've told you to open to a web browser. Anybody who's by a computer, join Zach in doing this if you can safely. I'd like you to search the URL, Zach, Koshi, K-O-C-H-I-E, 2019.com. And just just bring up the website that I have launched earlier today which I think might be my magnum opus, my finest work to date. You have created a website. Yep. Putting forward Koshi for Prime Minister. Now, can you just read what the uh, campaign slogan for Koshi's Prime Ministerial run is? Now, this is genius by me, if I say so myself. Koshi for PM 2019. It's time for a new sunrise. <laughs> it's pretty good, isn't it? Well, <laughs> it's time for a new sunrise. Now, look, my dad did point out to me that this isn't exactly how elections are run in Australia. I've gone the presidential model. But in saying that, I can make this work. If we can get this on board. I mean, have a look through the website, Zach. It's, I've thought this out quite well, extensively. Well, first and foremost, yeah. I know that you would have used a template, but I'm quite impressed with how the website looks. Thank because 
You do one Instagram post a year. <laughs> I do. And You're very bad yeah. at the internet. Stay tuned. I think uh, I'm thinking July this year. <laughs> well, July last July. year was your last Instagram post. It is. So we're getting ready for for the 2018 one. Koshi2019.com. It says the platform. Mm. We want more Koshi. Yep. All Aussies agree. We need more Koshi in our lives. <laughs> yep. It's all a bit of fun. <laughs> Politics has been too boring for too long. Mm. Koshi will bring a bit of fun to Canberra with his trademark personality. Yep. You're laughing at your own this is writing pretty, here. It's good stuff. This is just good stuff. Um, Koshi's cabinet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I decided uh, because this uh, hang is what on. a good prime minister needs. I put hang on. Cabinet. What? You've put the cash cow as the treasurer. Uh-huh. That was my idea. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought I'd take You're one. shirking my ideas. <laughs> Well, the Sunrise Cash Cow is known for giving away this lots political, of cash every day. Usually the mm. political turmoil that splits teams apart happens yep. a little bit higher power. <laughs> it doesn't usually happen with the first website that's built. Well, I feel like I should backstab you now. Well, that's a bit much. Okay, I, mean, I won't. <laughs> Are you saying you want to take control of the campaign? Yeah. Do you want me to go through Koshi's cabinet? You can if you want. I this mean... is listed on the website, koshi2019.com. Yep. Deputy PM, Sam mm. Armitage. Of course. Who's a better host than Sam? Minister for Sports, Mark Beretta. Barretts does the sports every morning for years with Koshi. Minister for Weather and Crazy Stunts, Grant Denya. It's got a bit of time now that Family Feud ended. Grant Denya hasn't been on Sunrise for years. Yeah, but those were the glory days when Grant was on there. Okay, that's a bit offensive to Sam Mack. Sam Mack's amazing as well. I'm just saying when it was Mel Doyle and Grant Denya, I'll be honest, that's when I watched. (laughs) That's that's my fondest memories of the show. Ministers for everything else, Koshi's Angels. That's what I'm thinking. Anything else that comes up outside of those things, mm-hmm. Koshi's Angels can take care of that. Well, it's an air, it's an airtight case that you put forward. <laughs> now, down the bottom, I have said Koshi for PM is an unofficial and unendorsed grassroots movement, currently unendorsed. Did you mention earlier your dad's yeah. thoughts on this? Yeah, yeah. I've showed so you showed your dad. I've showed the family. So basically, yep. it was like a preschool show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> it was like doing a finger painting and taking it home. Um, my, my, my point is, I wa- I've put this out into the universe now. I have bought the domain name Koshi2019.com. Not too expensive. Pretty cheap to get that domain name, if I'm honest. I think the only chance of this being a success yep. is that someone would like to buy that off you, the domain name. Okay. I, the fact of Koshi <laughs> actually going for... Yeah, for PM next year. I think that's... Extremely unlikely. Well, why? I mean, he's smart. Everyone loves him. What more do you need? Yeah, okay. He's pretty, he's pretty good. Uh, well, I, he probably doesn't have an interest in politics. Well, there might be that. I reckon I can talk him into it. Um, I have. I don't have numbers in terms of analytics of how the website's going. I imagine we've had a thousand hits in the past three minutes as people are, are rushing to Google uh, or to search for Koshi2019.com. I'm just saying, Zach. Sometimes you get the ball rolling on something like this and you don't know what's coming next. But Koshi2019.com is live out there. And I, I think I've done an amazing job launching this thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you don't get on board now, you're going to have egg on your face. But when it comes to July next year, election day, and I'm standing up there next to Koshi with the slogan, it's time for a new sunrise underneath us. Yeah. I don't know what my role is. I'm not in I the I don't really yet. understand the slogan, it's time for a new sunrise, because you get a new sunrise every day. <laughs> Come on, please don't look in. Don't scratch the surface too hard okay. on this. <laughs> Are you open to maybe a different slogan? I'm open to everything. Yep. At this stage, I'm open to everything. The good news is, Koshi 2019 is live. If anyone wants to get in touch and further this, keep the ball rolling, give us a call, send us an email, maybe meet me, you know, uh, on a park bench somewhere. We can chat about this. 
It's collective now. What's what? Well, there's no political meetings happening on park benches. <laughs> I don't have an office. That's what I'm saying. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Earlier this week, Dom, we were talking about that that train company in Japan. Oh, yes. That issued a public apology because mm. their train was running 25 seconds early. I mean, I think the quote was something like, we, we inconvenienced our passengers very much and we're deeply sorry it won't happen again. I had an experience on a train today that I feel like mm. is the perfect contrast to that. <laughs> right. If that's where Japan is, yep. this is where Australia is. Okay, so uh, representing Australia's public transport service, yep. what are, what's their big mistake? I got on a train in peak hour this afternoon yeah. and this is the announcement I heard. Uh, attention passengers, we're sorry that we're telling you this while you're on the train and not beforehand, but because we're behind schedule, this train has now become an express train <laughs> and we'll be skipping six of the stations that we said we'd be stopping at. <laughs> so if that's an inconvenience, you have to get off at the next station and wait for another train. <laughs> Do they give people refunds? No. I was just like, sorry for the inconvenience. Half the people on the train go, ugh. And got off at the next station. Half the people got on their phones and I could hear them to their partners or loved ones going like, yeah, yeah, I just found out about it. Yeah, can you pick me up from like six stations down? <laughs> uh, that is what we got time for on the show tonight. If you want to hear the full thing back, search for Collective Noun on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. We'll see you Monday night at 10. Bye. Oh, yeah. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.